Scott, and this is my sister, Dr. Bluma Ekstu. We are two sisters that love each other very much, but spent most of our lives fighting like cats and dogs. The healing of our sibling relationship impacted our entire lives. We have a new outlook on life now. We are on a mission to help adult siblings not only heal their relationships, but make them aware of the impact it has had everywhere in their lives. The number one cause of domestic abuse is not spousal, it's sibling abuse. We have created this podcast to help you, make you laugh, and give you the tools you need to heal as we have healed. Welcome to Sids United. So I want to start off by talking about my latest trip home, yeah. my experience with mom um, in our transition of doing this work together. Uh, she initially invited me to go and visit her. Um, Adam, our brother, was coming into town mm -hmm. and, with his two sons. And she's, yes, I want you to come. you got to come. And um, she was like, kept asking me about it over a couple of weeks. And then um, this is going to be, then one of her, uh, Adam's sons came and he was sick. Mm -hmm. And then her fear kicked in regarding COVID, like so many people you know, that, that happens for them. Yeah. And our, my, our parents, our mom and our, our parents are getting older. Right. And so they have a right to be concerned. And so then she's like backpedaling out wanting to invite me. And I'm like, I'm not sick though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like you're, mm -hmm. you're trying to uninvite me and I'm not the one sick. I'm healthy. I've had COVID. My, all my whole family has gotten COVID and I haven't had it since I've had it. Um, and so that feels, that felt really, um, excluding. similar, excluding me and similar to growing up, right? That I was, ex I was the one excluded. Or, Even, you were, or you were the problem. Right. Or I was the, exactly. I was the problem because meanwhile, it's Adam's son that's sick. Right. Okay. And, um, so that's the first thing. So then I, then I'm like. I have, I feel like I have to defend myself and I'm like, I'm healthy. I understand. I'll do whatever you want. I'll take a COVID test and they want, you know, you know, they, they say yes. And then they want me to do other antibody tests. And that isn't necessarily a cursor to show whether you're healthy or not, or you, whether you have COVID or don't have COVID. Anyways, we don't have to get all into the science, which mm -hmm. I love to do, but I felt excluded like I did from growing up. And so I said, I had a call with her and I said, you asked me for so long to come. I want to come and I am prepared to come. And, and, um, you know, she said, I'm caught in between you and her, um, her husband, uh, Joe. And I, she, Finally, she, I was really proud of her, and, and I explained to her how she was making me feel regarding this um, based on the past. I'm like, you, I feel like you're excluding me because of who you thought I was in the past. And mm. she then um, said... She could hear that? She, she was able to hear it, yes. That's good. That's progress. Correct. That's the That's, growth from our work. Correct. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And she said... I'm going to make an executive decision and I want you to come. And I was like, I don't know now, right? Now that, now I'm like, I don't know if I want to come because you made me feel so bad, right? And, um, and, 
And then also almost like that victim mentality of like, yeah. now I gotta, now I have to defend my, right, right, exactly. And so I was like, I don't know. And she's like, no, 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 I want, she kept, I, and I value and appreciate this, that she kept saying, no, 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 I want you to come. I need you to, come. you know, I want you to be here with us. And so I was like, okay, all right, fine, I'll come. Thank you, right? <laughs> like, I appreciate you fighting for me. Yes. Right? I mean, huge yes. growth. Yeah. That's awesome. So fast forward. Okay. <laughs> More. We get, I get there and everything's great. Things are, you know, vibing and comfortable. And she and I went on a walk to mm-hmm. talk about it and I bring it up and. Oh, I remember. Yeah, okay. It was the, it, it was about COVID and you know, she was trying to um, come from, she was coming from a place of fear and you were coming from a place of logic and science and those two things. And yes. Talk- and also her like, almost like Joe was not wanting me to come. Um, because of who she used to see me as, right? And mm-hmm. I think that, and so I wanted to bring it up and mm-hmm. and talk to her about it so that we can get past it, right? And so we go on this walk, and then she, I'm going to call it this, deflects and says, well, you need to talk to Joe. That's not my place to talk to Joe. Mm-hmm. That's her husband mm-hmm. that she created. You know, we've talked she about- She shared her perspective on who correct. you were for her. The role that she gave me. Right. Yes. And then we've grown, mm-hmm. and that doesn't seem like it, you. It sounds like it didn't translate for him. That's what it feels like you're saying. Correct. And she wants you to translate it for him, and you're saying no. That's not my role. That's well. Right. I didn't have that conversation with her. Oh. I was like, I said okay, because sometimes I need longer to process something, um, and really think about it. And then I'm going to out myself. Um, there were other dynamic things going on. You know, Adam had his kids there, so he wanted to hang out with them. And he did spend some time with me, but I went there to spend time with him and mom. But then that thing happened, and then there was also Olivia. I needed to my help daughter. her regarding – Olivia, my daughter. I needed to help her regarding um, math and getting her tutor. And so with all these things going on, I said, I'm leaving. Adam was already going to leave early, later that day yeah. on a red eye. And so I just said, instead of saying the next night, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave soon. Right. And um, part of it, the catalyst were all those things, right? But part of it was that mom, then I'm going to be alone and she's going to want me to have this conversation with Joe. Mm. And I didn't think that was... I wasn't going to feel safe in that conversation mm-hmm. because I was going to feel like they were both against me mm-hmm. and I had no one in my corner and, you know, and that felt. Or a buffer of any kind. That's really yeah, what it is yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so then she just came here and um, you were talking to her about some things that happened from Thanksgiving regarding her and food. We, this is part of our journey is realizing that the relationship with us our sibling relationship mm-hmm. um, had to be healed first before you could do parent stuff and, mm-hmm. and, and, and mm-hmm. other extended mm-hmm. family. Yeah. Um, and um, because you were the black sheep and I was the favorite, we say was, but we're still working those yeah, roles out. Right. Um, I, I Which feel- you will be too. But it's so much lighter now. It's my, just, my breath yeah. is relief. Yeah. My yeah. breath is like, I'm so grateful that whatever we're dealing with now, it can be resolved. When mom and I talked last night, one of the things I feel like is really important is um, Mm -hmm. we've grown in our awareness of what happens between us, what you get triggered by, what I get triggered by. 
and what I, I think... That stems from the past. Stems from the past. Experience. And gets triggered from yes. the present, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think that, like, I feel like with mom, she, she hasn't gone on this journey with us. So we've come to, like, this place. Right. And we're seeing stuff happening for her, and it's all really unconscious or subconscious. She's a good person. She doesn't yeah, mean to do no, any of these things. No. And when she becomes aware of them, mm -hmm. I think it makes her feel embarrassed a little bit that she would behave in a way that would hurt you or make you feel excluded or make you feel um, unwanted, uninvited, whatever. And the growth in her is that she is able to hear when I tell her this is what I saw and this is what it feels like. And she takes it in and she does make an effort to try to be better for you. Mm -hmm. that's, that, that's the goal. Yes. Is you can't yeah, expect yeah. them to be healed. It's it's not about accuracy. Mm -hmm. It's about mm -hmm. authenticity. It's about showing up in a in a good, loving, kind way, being open to hearing something about ourselves and being willing to try to take in the other person's perspective and see if there's a way of compromising or accommodating their feelings to your behavior. Well, it first starts with your sibling that we do this and then the next level or layer is that you're doing it with your um, other people other family members in this instance I would feel safer if you were a part of the conversation um regarding with mom and Joe not with Joe the mm -hmm. next I think the next conversation would be with mom you and I uh, regarding this and a zoom call we can get on a zoom call because we found that that's really um um that degree of that two-dimensional aspect makes it easier to cope. Versus being in, in person with each other. Yes, it, it, it lessens the, the um, triggers. Mm -hmm. um, it quiets them. Mm -hmm. There's not as much of it um, and allows for more open dialogue. Mm -hmm. And you feel safer because you're yes. in your own space. Yes, right, to be in your own space. We're not as right, not to be in some random, you know, in like a podcast studio like this. You're actually on a Zoom call in your own space where you already feel comfortable. Right. My point yeah. is, is the next conversation, I would like you to be a buffer and be a part of the conversation. I feel bad at the same time, Matt, because that's the role you've been in this your whole life, that the favorite is often put in this uh, parental role. Um, it's true, but you know, there's like um, this really cool story, I won't tell it, but there's a point in the story where this guy says to this girl who's in this like very important position, he said, she's like, I don't know if I should say something. I might get in trouble for going. I wasn't invited to speak to them. And you're asking me to use my position to go and tell someone something. And he's like, how do you know? How, how do you know that this, this moment is why you were in this position in the first place? So like, yeah, okay, I was parentified as a child, you know, psychological terms. But I was put in this and role all the time. And parents should not do that to their children? N no. No, they shouldn't. It's hard not to when you have a really precocious child or you have a really clever child mm -hmm. and you think because they're so aware mm -hmm. that they are on your level, but they're still a kid, you know? Correct. Their prefrontal cortex isn't fully developed. Their front part of their brain doesn't fully develop until they're 26 years old. And so that should help put that in perspective. But we're talking right now about... So my point is, is maybe all of those things and experiences that were not appropriate but put me in a position that right now 
I have that skill set to be able to show up and do this thing. So yeah, maybe it wasn't right as a child, but yeah. it's certainly not inappropriate right, now. Right, because you were a psychologist. So I think well, I, I am I, a psychologist. Correct. Uh, yes, you are a psychologist. I still am. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dr. Blumen. Yes, I feel like that's, that's the idea. next step, and then we can invite Joe. I don't think we rush right into meeting with Joe. Like I, I don't even think it's about Joe, truthfully, though. I think that when mom changes the way it went, because Joe's just looking out for mom. Yeah, agreed. And so if he Which feel- is a beautiful thing. She's is. blessed to have she a is. spouse that does that for her. Absolutely. Right? That, you know, stands up for her and defends. Protects her, is uh-huh. loyal for her yeah. and to her, you know? Yeah. So I think that if, if I, the work really is about mom and you and me, the three of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that it's changing because she's hearing things and she's doing things and she, her actions are, are aligned more with being, you know, a loving nurturing mom to you right which is important mm-hmm. um, and I think that when she shifts the way that she experiences you I'm hoping that well, that will shift the way that so first has to come mindset it would be helpful for us to move forward if she's able to believe it and and she is scared of me well, yes, she's scared of you, but like who she put the role that she gave that person, the role she gave to me as black sheep. Yeah. She is scared of that person because she felt I was out of control and she right. didn't know how to handle me. Right. right. And because mm-hmm. she didn't have in her own history, mm-hmm. she had bullies in her life. And so she looked at your behavior being strong and and and, it, and, and uh-huh. she she felt like the victim again right with even, you even though i was a baby it's hard when you are labeled as something early in your life whoever you might be doesn't exist because you've been given the role that you're supposed to play and so then you do because you're a kid you don't have a choice in the matter even though what i've tried to do with my children is to find nurture their um uniqueness yeah right what audit like what comes out like of them like jonathan always was climbing all over my house and so many parents like are mean to their kids and and discipline them over this thing that comes naturally to them so i channeled it and put him in gymnastics olivia's singing all the time and like being dramatic and i just want to say though about that that story with john is that um like i had three kids under the age of three, all in diapers at one point. Okay. And let me tell you, I'm sorry you made that choice. I mean, I love your children, but I'm saying, (laughs) I'm saying that in the sense, like I wouldn't, uh, you know, that wasn't for you. Correct. Okay. Right. I loved, I loved Uh, it. When you've got a lot of little kids, the goal is order. If your personality is, you know, easy peasy, lemon squeezy, let it all hang loose. Yeah. Then, okay. Then your house is going to, sh- is going to look like that too, by the way. It's going to be, you have to be okay it's with It's going to be chaos. Right, right. And so I, th- so I'm saying that parents who have, I just want to give those parents yeah. grace. Absolutely. Um, and that when yeah. you've got kids climbing yeah. all over yeah. the place, um, if you, ha- you know, I can understand why a parent would want to keep order. And you, Agreed. you Agreed. were comfortable letting him climb anywhere. And that but you, you're saying, but that isn't saying, cause you know, I'm not a easy peasy parent, like, or whatever, a hippie or however you want to say it. 
Um, and actually, I had two that were in diapers at the same time, too. Okay. I didn't even think about that while you were saying that. Um, so I think I just was coming from a different perspective um, because we weren't given as kids, um, uh, what do you call the extracurricular activities that fit who we were. And so that led to us getting into trouble a lot because or being making choices that weren't healthy for us, right? And even if our parents weren't fully aware of it. And so I realized early on that it was important for me to do that for my children, um, to uh, nurture their natural um, tendencies and not look at it as a negative. And where I'm saying, let's bring this back to me. Yes. <laughs> uh, that since I was a baby, mom looked at me as difficult instead of nurturing my strengths. And that's what I am saying. And I, yeah. yes, I agree. And I think that, um, and I know you're going to say that I'm defending her, but I, I'm really defending parents. Okay. 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 I feel like I look at that situation and you, I mean, you guys were a mismatch in, in energy. You were, you, you needed to be active all the time. I channeled this energy. I didn't go do gymnastics with him. I put him in an activity that brought out that in a positive way. Mm -hmm. And he's been doing it for 10 years, right? And it, it's helped him have more focus in school and in life. The same I did for Olivia. I, anyways, I'm not trying to say, oh, you know, like I'm the best parent. I'm just saying that she didn't do that for me and didn't give us any of us for any exterior, except for maybe during the summer um, activity or unless it was in school, right? You loved acting too. I played the guitar for a little bit. I know how to play um, a Beatles song. That's about as far as I got. <laughs> and I did piano too. But all, all year long? No, because the other problem right, was correct. that we, if it got hard or no, she let us quit. She let us, and I she let not, us give up. And I did and, not, I said to the kids, you have to commit to this for a year. And, and I, and, yeah. and I just so, want to say that I'm like, she let us give up. And I would like to know from her what that was for her. Did she feel like she was being a good mom to us and like taking care of us in that moment? I, I don't think, I feel like it was more like, cause I just, also gave in with my kids regarding piano. Cause they would cry every single right, time. Right. But Olivia also, when she got older and I said, you choose an activity or I choose it for you a, a sport. And, um, so for two years in a row, she did swim team. And at the beginning she was crying, but I'm like, dude, you have to do something. You have to be physical. It's a, it's a life skill. Everyone mm -hmm. has to be physical. It's, it's part of your health. Right. But let's bring this back to like really what we were talking about, black sheep and, and, um, and, and, and the experience as an adult. Um, right. And being excluded still as a 51 one. year old, beautiful yeah. lady. Mm, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. It, um, it, it gets, it's, it, it doesn't have to be that way. Right. And that's what we're learning. And that's what we're, that's how we're growing. And, and she is coming along. She is. She is. It's just, um, and we give her grace. Um, there's no perfect parent. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying that whatsoever. I, I, she advocated for me, um, in other ways, she um, did. with my dyslexia. So, um, how this is going to help someone. Yeah. Is to be able to recognize uh, whether or not you're happy in the role that you play in your family and that it was most likely assigned to you. Yeah. Um, and not to say, because it's just most parents take 
their experiences and their triggers from their relationships with their family and friends and then see you as as soon as you're born and see some of these traits in you and then assign this role to you and you don't have a choice if because you're a baby right i mean this happens well before um you can even walk or talk yeah um yeah i mean i think i told you that story about that mother who had yeah. a second child and like you know felt guilty because during her first pregnancy she pregnancy she was very very involved in the pregnancy and then when she got pregnant the second time she already had a little baby right so she, and so then the, then the baby she didn't was have quiet as much time. and she didn't understand and she the interpreted second child. the second child's quietness as a reaction as a as a punishment to her yeah. for having not paid attention to him while you know in utero obviously right it's not and so right. thankfully someone a psychologist was able to talk her through that the point is we get to decide now what role we're going to be in. So if you, as an adult, right. yes, yes, good, that's good. Go ahead. I, yeah, sorry, no, I was if, saying yes, yes. yes. <laughs> if you if you have a role, um, you know, even even my role as being the favorite is an uncomfortable role for me now. Um, I'm aware of it, and I don't want to be. I, and which is why Jessica, thank you for protecting me by not wanting to put me in this kind of you know triad role where I'm buffering right. you from mom, right. but but. And so, you know, if you have a role that you are not happy with, you don't have to be in that role anymore. Um, and, but there, becoming something different um, needs to happen in a constructive form. Mm -hmm. It can't just. It's not going to just happen with your same old tools. No, it's exactly. Yeah. So um, I think that the point is that um, going about this in a conscientious way um, like we did, uh, you get to actually come to the other side with a blending of the role that you were uh -huh. and the role that you want to be now and, um, and get to choose yes. who you, what role you actually want to play once you're conscious of the role that you were put in. And if you, and you know, journal and ask yourself, do I want, is it, do I like this character, right? Do I want, mm. I, I like aspects of a black sheep. I am a contrarian. I think it just comes naturally to me. Mm -hmm. Most people find that annoying. I love that about myself, right? I, I love that I can see the world differently. It is a strength. My brain works differently like that. However, I don't want to be excluded. I don't want to be my, my feelings diminished or my beliefs diminished. Or when I say something, which I don't think you do either, other black sheep, the other black sheep out there watching, I don't think you want to either. I, because then your voice doesn't matter. You're not valued. And we all matter. Yes. Love you, girl. Love you too, Mom. Glad to be on this journey with you. I really feel great to be able to collab with you. Me too. Me too. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Sids United Podcast. Please subscribe, leave a review or comment. We'd love to hear from you. While you're at it, follow us on Facebook and Instagram and become a part of our tribe of helping heal adult sibling relationships.